Hi there, this is Pastor Ronnie Allen here at Omega Church. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say thank you for joining us. We hope this message equips you to follow God's voice. We believe that if you're searching, today your search is over. Thanks for being with us and enjoy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to make a declaration right now. Somebody, well, more than somebody, it can be all of us, but at least somebody is going to be healed today. Okay? Today. We're good. We'll get into the message here in just a minute, but this is a message for, for you right now. Faith is now. It's never going to be. It's now. So I'm declaring it today. Somebody viewing by live stream is going to get this. You're going to be healed. Now listen very carefully to what I'm going to say right here at this point. I am not against doctors. Thank God doctors showed up when I almost lost my finger. But doctors treat the body. There is a spiritual aspect you must grasp. If you don't grasp it, doctors can treat you and it not work. You follow what I'm saying? There's a spiritual aspect to healing. And if you don't grasp it, even a physical treatment. The Bible talks about a scripture, and I'm going to paraphrase it. Puts it like this. That a broken spirit cannot be sustained by the, by, by the body. In other words, the body can't sustain that broken spirit. But a, a, a sound spirit, the body can't remain broken. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I'm paraphrasing it. So somebody's going to get healed today. Open your minds. Open your hearts. Clear out all activity. You have to give God your undivided attention. Okay? You need, to, you need to think. You came today to hear from God, not from Ronnie Allen. And uh, we're going to, we're none of us, say this with me, I will not. See, so you're, you're putting your foot down. You're declaring it. I will not leave the way I came. Glory to God. Give somebody a high five around you and you may be seated. Now, I'm, I'm going to make a change right here. 180 is going to stay in here today. Okay. Now, that's, that's our youth ministry. And they're going to stay in here today. And uh, so, I'm going to give you that. I got two announcements that I need to make to you very clearly. Uh, some of you may not know that, but we have a daycare. Christian daycare. Christian daycare. You got to get them while they're young. Okay? Pump the love of God in them. Because the world ain't going to put it in there. And we have a Christian daycare, and we're expanding it. 
and uh, we are hiring if you want to go into the ministry. Uh, uh, and you need uh, you, uh, uh, Helen, would you stand? Helen is our director there at the daycare. Part-time or full-time? Part-time or full-time? And you need to, to contact Helen. And uh, she'll be available if you want to talk to her after service. And then the second thing that I want to point out to you real quickly is we, starting in September, we have our Omega Institute of Learning. We, oil classes for short. How many of you like to get in the anointing oil? Yeah. All right. And we, we're going to be starting our foundation classes again, biblical foundations, and then the School of Helps. And if you want more information on it, they can help you in the lobby, but you need to be setting pace for that. It'll take place in the, on Sunday evening. Instead of uh, consuming another evening, we're, while you're here, we just might as well just double dose of the Holy Ghost. Okay? Uh, we want to encourage you. Those that are viewing by live stream, if you live in the area, they're made available to you as well. All right. I want to get right into this because we've been uh, emphasizing the subject matter of faith slash faithfulness. These are intertwined, interchangeable words. Faithfulness is a byproduct of faith. Just like cheese is a byproduct of milk. You cannot become faithful unless faith is working in you. Now when we talk about faith or faithfulness, please hear me carefully. We are not talking about human faith as we know it. People say this all the time. Well, you know, my faith. I, are you, w w football season started, and they're going to say, do you have faith we're going to win? They get on the football field, the first two quarters, it looks good. I got faith. Then we get into the fourth quarter, and the ball bounces against us. Someone intercepts, fumbles, somebody uh, makes a touchdown, and then we begin our faith wanes on whether or not we're going to win. When we talk about faith from the Bible, we're not talking about that kind of... It's based on fickleness. Human faith is fickled. Some of you are going to have faith that I will finish on time. <laughs> it will be fickled before it's over. I just throw in... <laughs> Calm down. I'm planning on staying within the time frame. If you'll allow me. Okay. But God's faith, the God kind of faith, or His faithfulness, is based on one thing only. It has, listen very carefully, it has no emotion attached to it. It changes emotion. God doesn't speak out of feeling. He speaks out of His nature. Are you listening to that? Every word of God, every word that God speaks, His nature 
is the substance that's in it. Okay? As long as you understand it, he's not like us that fight that fallen human nature. That fallen human nature spouts off all kinds of things. God cannot alter a word that's gone out of his mouth. Because he doesn't talk out of just emotion. He talks out of substance. He talks out of his nature, his character. Who he is. Not the circumstance. Listen carefully. He doesn't talk out of circumstance. He talks out of his nature, his character, his being. So when God speaks, He's speaking His nature, His character, His being. The Bible tells us in the book of John, chapter 1, that God and His Word are the same. And that word spoken, logos, word spoken, became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus came into being because the Father spoke Him into existence. He was the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Before Adam and Eve fell in the garden, Jesus was already there. Are you following me? Now, why is that important to understand? He cannot alter His Word. God is not moved by circumstance. God moves off of His Word. We become desperate with our circumstances and expect God to move. And God says, you don't understand. I don't move off of your need. I've already taken care of that need with my nature. Now listen very carefully. Jesus is the healer. That's what He is. Why does He heal? Because it's His nature. He is the Prince of Peace. Why does He give peace? Because he is the prince of peace. That's his nature. Are you following me? God is love. So when God speaks to you, he's always speaking out of love. Even if it is corrective because that's his nature. That's who he is. You follow? That's very important to grasp and understand because we live in a generation that is very fickle about these matters and they say they believe in God. Well, what God? Because now we got all kinds of gods. Some of these gods require baby sacrifice. I'll get into that later, maybe. So you must understand when God talks about faith, faith is found, Romans 10, 17, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. The God kind of faith comes by hearing, not having heard. Hearing today, daily bread. 
You follow me? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Your faith level is based on your Word level. When I say Word, I'm talking about the Word of God. Okay? So you must hear from God daily. Everybody say daily. daily. Why? Because He's the source of His faith. He's the source of, of His faith. Uh, let's go to Hebrews chapter 10. I'll read out of the King James. And we're going to read several verses here. When I say several, four or five here. And I'm going to try to read all these because of where I want to go and get them up front, okay? Hebrew, uh, Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 38 says, Now the just, those that are justified, are qualified in the eyes of God shall live by faith. I really like it in the Passion Translation where it makes a statement. Here's the statement. My righteous one shall live from my faith. Not their faith, but from my faith. Okay? If any man draws back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Now that phrase, draws back, is a very important phrase because... If we are the just and we live from his faith, if we draw back, that means we shrink from declaring what? His word. We shrink. You know, the devil tries to put pressure on you to make you think that the word of God won't come to pass. And when he puts it, and, and he tries to put you in that time, get that time element. You understand? We're under pressure for time. And he tries to get you in that time element, puts pressure on you to get you to abandon and, and, uh, and shrink from declaring the Word of God even under pressure. That's when it's most valuable. He tries to get you to shrink from that. But we're, the just shall live by faith and we won't draw back or shrink from declaring for my soul, he says, if you do that, my soul, God is saying, my soul shall have no pleasure in you. But we are not of them who draw back or shrink from declaring unto perdition. Another translation says unto destruction. You start off real good. You believe in God for something. God's found, you found it in the promise. You start off and you're hearing it. You start off real good. Now, I'm going I'm to describe you only because of my experience. You start off real good, and you hear something at church, get all excited, jump up and down, scream and holler, go right outside the church, get in the car. Before you get home, some type of pressure will try to come to get you to shrink from what you received here. Okay? Try to get you em getting your emotions and mistaking your emotions for God's faith. God's faith is not based on your emotions. He's not fickled. Your emotion is going to change today. You'll probably, you'll probably shout and get all excited and then one minute you may get mad at me. Okay? God's, God's word's not based on your emotions. 
It's not based on anybody's opinion. It's based on the nature of God. You better be glad of that. God doesn't wake up on the wrong side of the bed. He doesn't change his opinion about you because you change the opinion about yourself. Or somebody else uh, has an opinion of you that's different. Now watch this. We are not of them that shrink from uh, declaring, uh, from uh, drawing back, shrink from declaring unto destruction, but of them who believe to the saving of the soul or the restoring. The, 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 the restoring. I want you to get that. The restoring. Okay. Now, verse chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Stop there just a minute. Let's look at that. Now faith. Everybody say now. now. Faith is the substance. Now that word substance means the essence of his being. We could put it this way. Now faith is the person of things hoped for. I want you to let that sink in just a moment. Hold your finger here. Let's go to chapter 1 of Hebrews. Look at this. Uh, verse number 3. Who being the brightness of His glory. Speaking of Jesus. Who being the brightness, uh, brightness of His glory. The expressed image. Watch this. The expressed image of His person. That word person and the word substance in chapter number 11. Verse number 1 are interchangeable. They're the same word. So we can say it this way. That he is the expressed substance of God. Jesus is the expressed substance of God. When you see Jesus, you see what God's made of. You see his essence. You see his being. Let's interchange that word in, the, in the, uh, chapter 11, verse number 1. Now faith is the person of things hoped for. So when you talk about God's faith, you're talking about the person of His being. That's why God cannot lie. He puts His whole being in everything He says. Anything that God said is Him in it to create what He said. The sun rises this morning in the east, will set in the west in the evening because God spoke it into being and the very essence of His creative ability caused the sun to, to, to shine from the very first day and will continue being upheld by his person, his essence, his being. All right, go back to chapter 11. So now faith is the person, the essence of his being, of things hoped for. 
The word things here is very important because that word things means that which has been done. Not going to be done. Has been done. A deed or an accomplished, listen carefully, an accomplished fact. It's based on something that's already been done. So when God speaks it out of his mouth, it's an established fact as it's already been done because it's been spoken out of his mouth. So if God says, listen carefully, if God says, by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. It's an established fact in the spirit realm. And you are a spirit being. You're not a physical being. Your physical body is nothing more than your earth suit. Are you following me? And thank God we got different colored suits. Yeah, that went right over you. Okay? You are an expressed image. Listen carefully. I'm jumping ahead of myself. But you are the expressed image of God's variegated personality. And we're over here picking on each other. Now you see where that's fleshly and a demonic? Glory to God. I got news for you. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. How many of you got to choose what suit you got to live in? If I'd have got to choose from my standpoint, I'd have been tall, dark, and handsome. Now I just have to settle for short, pale, and handsome. <laughs> oh, wow. But I didn't get to choose. Are you following me? We're going to get in heavy in this. Going to get heavy in this. The things already accomplished, already accomplished. You were in the heart of God from the beginning, and He spoke you out of His being. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Of things hoped for. Now, when we talk about hope, please, please, we're hoping or we are hoping on things that already exist. We are hoping on things that have already been accomplished. Already is an accomplished fact. But a, a earthly mentality doesn't let you see that. That's why Trey was talking about getting your mind renewed. Watch this. The word hope does not, please don't put it in the category of wish. Many people are wishing to win the lottery. 
and yet they won't even buy a ticket. <laughs> See, that, that you're, you're putting in a fairy tale. Daydream. If you're going to daydream, daydream what is an already established fact. Okay? Hope is an expectation. Everybody say expectation. expectation. I expect what is already an established fact. Now you're understanding the God kind of faith. God expects His Word to be fulfilled. He don't doubt it. It doesn't even cross His mind or whether it'll work or not. Because He spoke it, it has to be. The question has never been whether God's Word will be fulfilled. The question is, who is He going to fulfill it through? Okay, who? Those that understand this and grab a hold of it. So hope is an expectation, watch this, but with an appointment attached. For example, we make an appointment, then I'm going to come to your house tomorrow night for grilled ribeye steaks. Because you're the grill master. Seven o'clock. You're going to go home because you expect that appointment. You're going to go home. You're going to get, make sure the grill's ready. You're going to make sure that the steaks have already been uh, marinated. I'm just giving you a hint. <laughs> you follow me? You're using your time element for the preparation of the appointment. You're not wishing I would come. That's provided you wanted me to. You're not wishing I would come. You've got an appointment. Are you following this? The woman with the issue of blood, you ever heard? She, 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 she was sick for 14 years. And she spent all her money that she had. She heard the word that Jesus, the word, is coming. And she said, if I may but touch the hem of his garments, I will be made whole. She made an appointment. Based on an established fact that Jesus is coming. Are you following me? And when she made the contact... Her faith until that point, in other words, she moved in action based on an established fact to keep the appointment of where the word promised has become the reality. And as soon as she touched the hem of his garment, virtue went out of Jesus and restored her health. We're not going through the story, but I'm trying to tell you, you have to make an appointment. You say, how do I make an appointment? Well, first of all, you've got to understand the established fact. Jesus is going to come to my house. He's going to wake up those in my house that have been asleep. I'm talking about spiritually asleep. Follow me if you've got a bunch of renegades in your house. 
Jesus is going to show up. Glory to God. You would go in the... I'm not going to give away my secrets. I just got news for you. In our house, mine is on his house, Jesus is Lord. Every time they step in there, they're stepping into the Lordship of Jesus. All right, establish that hope for, we expect it. Now watch this. The evidence or the proof of things, remember what things is. Things is something that's already been established. The proof of things not seen. For example, you go and you buy, let's, let's buy a vehicle, let's buy something, all right? Let's go buy a vehicle, and then you get, you get, when you leave there, you're leaving with a title, provided that you and the bank don't own it. You missed it. But you're going to, you, let's suppose you came into a great windfall, and you're going to go buy this automobile, you're going to leave with papers, documentation, that proves an established transaction took place even though, listen carefully, you do not have possession to prove it just yet. The proof is in the established fact of that transaction. You follow me? I bought vehicles and they told me, he said, uh, you know, uh, we want to change the oil for you. We want to uh, get it through all of the, you know, we want to wash it. We want to uh, uh, do all the stuff that they got to do to make it, because when they leave, they, they want it like nobody breathed on it. You follow? But I don't have the vehicle. All I have is an established fact of that appointment, the transaction. You follow? That's important to remember. Now, let's go uh, show that up on the screen. Uh, Hebrews 4.12 real quickly before we go into verse 2 and 3. Because this is where we're going to stay. And we'll read it out of the Amer uh, Amplified Classic. For the word of God speak, the word that God speaks is alive. Everybody say alive. That only makes sense because that's his person, his character, his nature. That's him in it. And is full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, soul, and the immortal spirit, and of the joints and marrows of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing, sifting, analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. I want you to get this. The Word of God is alive. Just as much, listen carefully, as if Jesus was physically standing here. Just as much. That's why we want you to speak the word. We have confessions before the service. We want to stir into action your faith by speaking them. Listen, let, let me... Me talking right now, that's the reason why there's few people and we got distance between here because when I speak, breath is coming out of me. 
I get a little spit once in a while too. Breath is coming out of me. It's coming out from the inside to communicate. When God speaks, what's in Him is coming out. The very breath of God is in every word spoken by Him. Oh my goodness. This is not, this is not like quit treating. We, we put God maybe in a category unintentionally and subconsciously in the category of failed empty promises of politicians. God will not speak something that He won't do. In other words, His will and His word are one and the same. It's one thing to believe God is able to do something. It's another thing to believe God will do something. The very fact that He spoke it, your confidence level, your trust level, your conviction level only rises to the point of your word level. If your word level is low, in other words, you haven't been in the word for weeks and months at a time, then when you need the Word to come forth with its power to create what God promised you, you're struggling. That's why you got to hear from God daily. Everybody say daily. daily. This, is not a, this is not just a Sunday thing. God wants... Listen. God is faithful to His Word. Faithfulness has to do with you. Woman says, it's as nigh as your own mouth. Romans chapter 10. Glory to God. Now, Jesus. All right. Y'all going to stay with this, right? Okay. Let's keep reading here. The elders obtained a good report. Watch carefully. Because we're going to spend the last of our moments in verse 3. Through the very essence, faith is the substance, the person, the very essence of God. We understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now we're going to talk about a few words here because we've got to get a clearer understanding from the King James. All right. Through faith, we understand the word. The word worlds here does not mean cosmos. It's the word aeon, like aeons of time. It has, it's a time period. We understand that eternity, it's an unlimited time period. Now listen carefully. I, I got to get you to the foundation because where we're going to go right at the end, it ought to settle some issues for you. If we understand by the essence of God, His person, His being, His personality, all of that, we understand that the eons of time were formed or created. The eons of time, eternity. How did he do it? By the essence of his person. 
and a word formed spoken out of his mouth. Now we know that, we do know that the cosmos, the planets, the earth, that was all created. But we're talking about the eons of time. Okay? Glory to God, Jesus, help me to get this across. It's a, really an unbroken age like eternity. Have you ever heard of forever? Okay. So what does that have to do with me? Stay with it. Man took upon not the nature of God, but the nature of the devil. Even with the interruption of the devil. God's bigger. God's word's bigger than the devil. He's bigger than every circumstance. Do you understand you had no choice, not only the color of your skin, you didn't have no choice on the eons of time of history. And because you're struggling to try to believe God, you're not understanding your, your purpose. That spirit of condemnation and you're struggling to try to believe God, you were made, listen carefully, you were made by God and you were made for God. You're not coming to church today to try to get God to help you what you want to accomplish. You were created by God and you were created for God. You're coming to church today to learn your meaning. And not let the world system, the opinions of other people, define your meaning. Your occupation does not define you. You follow me? What do you do for a living? Trust God. Because I'm the just, I live by faith. Now I don't draw back. I don't keep from, I won't cease from saying that. But what do we mean by that? What you, what, what's occupying your time on earth? Well, I nail a nail. I'm a carpenter. No, you're not a carpenter. You do carpentry work. But you're not a carpenter. Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to say thank you for all those who give and support this ministry. I pray that you've been blessed and challenged by the podcast today. For more information on how to give, you can visit omegachurch.com forward slash give. Thank you for believing in our mission.